Hey, welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things the culture doesn't want to talk about. And that might scare you. Hey, it's exciting to have you back with us. We're going to dive into a really important topic that's playing out on the geopolitical uh, global stage right now. It has to do with the nation of Israel. That's right. And uh, there's a lot of, there's and there's always been, there's a lot of controversy surrounding this little swath of land in the Middle East, right? And we're going to dive into what what's what's a uh, pro-American, what benefits us as a nation, and the, but also more importantly, what does God say about our responsibility uh, when it comes to either supporting or opposing or standing up for or standing up against this little nation that's uh, that's right there in the Mediterranean? So, yeah, so Na- yeah, so Nathan, uh, Nathan you've been there, yeah, and you I got some got great 2017. You've got some awesome. great perspective there, yeah. Uh, I actually got to sit beside a uh, a senior advisor to the foreign minister of Israel on the 10-hour trip going there. Wow. And we had a conversation uh, that that was amazing. When I get on airplanes, Micah, I, I actually ask the Lord, hey, God, just put me beside the right person. And <laughs> Normally, it, I'm saying, hey, Lord, just don't put me beside anyone because I want to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm exactly the <laughs> And then I get jammed between two people, you know, and then, you know. I, I, I am the opposite. I... Uh, I really love to talk to people and I just think, hey, God, you put me where you put me. Um, and if you want me to talk to somebody, I'm I'm happy to do it. Just make sure, I, I prayed this, God, help me to know that you want me to talk to this person. And so I'm on this airplane and this little, little guy, he comes down first the aisle and he jumps, he jumps in with me. And uh, I thought, oh, okay, I'm gonna be talking to a, a little kid. But then the dad comes in, he walks down before he sits down while he's stowing. He goes, this world is so wicked. Certainly the Messiah must come. <laughs> I'm like, okay, God, there's no better way you could tell me you want me to talk to Jackpot. Him. So we end up having this amazing conversation. By the way, he, he wanted to know if I was an evangelical. I, I said, absolutely. And he says, so, so you support Israel? And I said, Absolutely. And uh, he goes, well, at the end- uh, You should have been like, no, I work for Al-Qaeda. In, in the course <laughs> of the conversation, he, he told me I was a good man and I was going to heaven, not as high of a heaven as he was going to <laughs> as, as a Jewish man. But anyway, it was, uh, it was amazing. All my life, we've been brought up to support Israel. And uh, it was just part of our understanding of, of the Bible that this, this land is, is their land. God gave it to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, which is Israel, right? So if that's the case and that's never been rescinded, then, you know, if you get a biblical worldview, you have to stop and go, I, this land still belongs to them. So, and that's the fight right now because you have the Palestinians who are kind of been given a home in the, that little strip right there called the Gaza Strip. And and they believe that really they have uh, a rightful claim to Israel. Israelis believe, no, they have the rightful claim. The world, for some reason, thinks that we have <laughs> the right to speak into what 
a sovereign nation does or doesn't do, right? Oh, Israel, you need to you need to treat them better or or not do this or, or I mean, can you imagine if Canada was lobbing rockets into into Detroit? You know what I mean? Like from Windsor, just right over into Detroit. We would as a nation, we would be like, Oh, heck no, you didn't Absolutely do that. Absolutely right. Don't you dare tell us, you know, what to do, how to do it, or and if you try to do something like this, we're gonna we're gonna respond in kind. And That's I right. I think it's interesting that we have this perception, like, no, we have a right to tell Israel that they can't defend themselves or that they shouldn't do something or that they and there's certainly a there's certainly a, a time and a place to stand up against tyrants and and hu, hum, humanitarian crisis, you know, people who are who are abusing human rights kind of violations and laws. But I would say typically we've taken a very uh, big step as a global community to condemn Israel for just wanting to live in peace and to exist. Honestly, you know why is that? Self defense. First off, self defense is a is a God given right. They are. You're absolutely. You don't have to get pounded on by somebody. When people say, "Well, you just have to let them hit you," no, that's that's not true. Yeah. You know, there's no way that that's. That, that that's the case. Which is why we're big Second Amendment supporters. A- absolutely. <laughs> and and why I don't want my kid getting bullied when he when I send him to school and somebody's picking on him and yeah. I and I say, hit him back. Yeah. You won't get in trouble with me, son. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter what the school says in comparison to what I say. Yeah. You know, don't if 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 as long as they swung first, yeah, and you tried to talk them down and they didn't do it, and yeah. then you have a witness that says they swung first, yeah, kick their tail, yeah, right? Don't sit there and and get beaten up. You know, I've done youth ministry, and I, it's amazing how many young people they just don't understand the whole concept of self defense. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Biblically, you're absolutely allowed to defend mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, I mean. Christ is the example of self-defense. He defends his bride like nobody's business. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. He's coming back with a sword coming out of his mouth. Why? Because he's defending truth. And what it, when, when you have this brutal, evil wickedness bearing down on the bride who comes to our rescue, it's Christ. It's Christ. <laughs> and, and, and the reality is, is that people go, well, Jesus would never defend himself. Well, Jesus, they tried to stone Jesus on multiple occasions. Yeah. And the Bible says it in a really nice way. He walked through the crowd, right? <laughs> uh, he, he said, I don't think so. I'm not gonna let you do this because he knew ultimately that he's going to the cross, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's funny. There, yeah. People will try to, to take he the came Bible as the lamb. He came as the lamb because his whole whole purpose in coming the Is first to be time the was to be the sacrifice. He wasn't there Correct. to fight. He was there to be the sacrifice. Now... That's done. He does. It is finished. You know, did you ever stop no. and think, you brought up the Second Amendment. Yeah. Did you ever stop to think about the fact that, that uh, you know, literally Jesus says, if a man does not have a sword, let him sell his coat <laughs> to go and get one. buy one. If it was in modern terms, go get a Glock, my disciples. Honestly. And then the disciples <laughs> turn around and they go, Lord, we have two swords here. He goes, it's enough. <laughs> right? No, I don't have to just, just think about that. The, 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 the disciples are carrying weapons. Right, and that's not bad. Yeah. In fact, Jesus even even talks about how, hey, you know, take an extra coat, yeah. Take take an extra pair of sandals, take your backpack, take your money purse, whatever, and take and, your sword. And take your sword. Yeah. Right, because you're going into difficult places. A sword actually keeps people more civilized. Yeah. Right. So uh, when when Israel, you look at how strong Israel is in oh, the Middle man. East. What do they do? They actually keep the peace, yeah. Because by having that nation there, that 
has Western values, but right there in the heart of the Middle East, there's more order. I've heard Jordanians tell me, hey, we're actually happy that that Israel is as strong as they are because there's more peace yeah, in, the, in yeah. the region. Yeah, I've heard it said if, you know, right now you have this battle between Hamas and Israel and the Hamas is, lo- is lobbing all these rockets over. And, and uh, I saw this, you know, somewhere a few days ago where someone said if, you know, uh, if Hamas were to lay down their weapons, there would be peace. If Israel were to lay down their weapons, there would be no more Israel. Well, when you have a charter that says that we, we're here to wipe Israel off the face of the earth, mm-hmm. well, how do you make peace with that? <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. you, you, you can't make peace yeah. with that. There's no peace. They're and they coming can, they after can, you. They whether, can try yeah. and talk about peace all they want to, but they're lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're lying. So who owns the land? I guess, you know, we kind of got off topic a little bit, but, you know, talking about self-defense, but who owns Israel? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to say clearly, I mean, the Deuteronomy tells us that it was given to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob. So of all of Abraham's children, and Abraham has lots of children, right? Even the Muslim people come out of Abraham, Abraham, right? But this was given to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob. Israel. Jacob's name is 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 changed to Israel. This belongs to the people by divine right. Now, now all the nations of the world were also created by the Lord at the Tower of Babel. So you have language that we we've got the start of all language. We've got the starter of what is a nation? It's border language and culture. You know, so God has given everybody land. This was theirs. And when they were taken out of it, they go into Egypt, they're taken back and told to deep, uh, dispossess the people that were living there from the land, right? So this is strictly just a, a biblical worldview. They are, that land belongs to Israel because God said so yeah. and it's in writing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here's a question though. It seems like God plays favorites, Right. It seems like God, okay, why not? Does God love the Palestinians? He absolutely loves the Palestinians. God chose the the uh, Jewish people as an illustration, the first to receive salvation, but that they would have a, um, while they would have the privilege of being the first, they would also have the responsibility to take the gospel to the nations, which when the church begins, uh, after Jesus' ascension, for the first 10 years, the only people who are Christians are Jews. And God uses the Jewish people as missionaries to the rest of the world. This goes back to that Abrahamic um, blessing that was said that through you, all the nations of the world would be blessed. He says this to Abraham. Well, who's he talking about ultimately? He's talking about that Jesus would come through the line of Israel and even down to the, the tribe of Judah and going to go through the Davidic line and all, all the way down. That's why the genealogies are important in the scriptures mm-hmm. to show us that it did, this is, is a Jewish savior yeah. who comes, but he loves all the world. The gospel was to come to everybody. So does God love the Palestinians with all his heart? What does he want? So that they would find Christ. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we, so we, what if someone doesn't have a biblical worldview? So, Let's just kind of address it from that perspective right here as Americans. Take take this fact that God gave Israel the land. It's rightfully Israel's, not because we say so, not because somebody on earth says so, but, but because the creator of the world says so. We can agree on that all day long, but to somebody who doesn't believe that God is God, my my big thing is having a Western nation right in the middle of a, a nation right in the middle of this hotbed 
of anti-American sediment from all over, uh, all around that region to have a pro-American nation is is good for us. Wouldn't absolutely. you wouldn't you agree? I mean, absolutely. they're feeding us intelligence. When when we were going after Al-Qaeda, Osama bin Laden, Israel was right next to our side, helping us every step of the way. I'm thankful that Israel forget the fact that they, you know, we believe that God gave them their land and that they are a blessed nation by the Lord. I'm just glad that they are a pro-American uh, culture that's standing strong in the Middle East. Can you imagine if Iran gets its way or Hamas gets its way and wipes Israel off the face of the earth? There's going to be utter chaos that will breed right out of the whole Middle East, and then it will eventually affect the whole world. Nothing that happens anymore stays contained in the region. It, it's global. We live in a global community, and it's praise the Lord that Israel's well, if, there. If you love freedom, yeah then you would want a free nation like that, yeah. which, by the way, doesn't just contain, an Israeli does not have to be Jewish. An Israeli could be an Arab. An Israeli could be a Druze. Mm. And it, it, it's not that you have to be uh, of Jewish blood to belong to this nation, yeah. right? But anytime that you do establish a nation, when this was established in 1948, then, then it's a nation. And... And, and and so you've got to support yeah. it. It's amazing to me how the United Nations can get so united when it's trying to take land from it. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's it's not. And I think there's a special blessing upon America for when we do have good policy that yeah. stands up for Israel. Um, you know, there's a correlation. I've seen this in in my lifetime, but. Um, there's a correlation with when we ask Israel to give up their land and their regions and their settlements, when we ask that them to give that up over to the Palestinians uh, or anybody for that case, something corresponding happens in America that's mm -hmm. negative. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and remember, the Bible says, I will bless those yeah. who bless you. I will curse those who curse yeah. you. Numbers 24, 9. Yeah. You know, we, we, I want to be on the right side of God's blessing. I believe that in way of my tithing, in way of taking a day off and, and celebrating, you know, a, a Sabbath day of rest. I, I want God's blessing in yeah. my life. And on this nation, I don't want to see it, America remotely on the wrong side of Israel. I think one of the greatest decisions any president in the, the United States has ever made was Harry Truman in 1948. He was, he was the only major world leader to stand up on the global stage and say, we will back Israel for being reborn as a nation again. And look at the prosperity, look at the blessings and the influence and the success America has had since 1948 to now. These 70 years are unlike any other nation that any other nation has ever experienced. And I would argue in all of world history, look at how prosperous and blessed we have grown as a nation since 1948. And I truly believe that it is because President Truman had the courage to stand up and say, as, as America, we will, we will back the Jewish people having their land given back to them. And if it wasn't for the United States, Israel would not have been reborn. I believe the, we've seen, we've been living in the blessing because of what Truman's uh, courage and his faithfulness uh, laid out for us and our generation. Now, and, and even Truman, was taking serious criticism within his cabinet. If you go back and study what was happening, there were a lot of people within his inner circle that were saying, "It's don't do it. It's not wise. It's going to cause a mass eruption of just unrest and there'll be violence mm -hmm. and there'll, there'll be another war that breaks out, which is, it's funny that Trump, 
was the first president in the last, I can't remember when, that said, you know what? No, we're actually going to try to broker peace deals between the Arab nations and Israel. Bush was told that that would cause chaos. Clinton was told that that would cause chaos. Obama was told that that would cause chaos. Do not broker peace deals or make any attempt to give Israel more because that would be utter irresponsibility and that would be a bad move, Mr. President. Well, here we have Trump, which ironically enough, his name means trumpet. Truman, the origin of Truman's name actually means trumpet as well. Both these men Mm. have the same origin in their name. Both these men blessed Israel significantly and said, we're not going to, we're not going to pander to the the terrorist groups like Mm -hmm. Hamas or to nations like Iran. Mm -hmm. We're going to do what's right. And look at the peace that came out of it. Look I know. at, I mean, and, Trump, and these nations coming on, uh, uh, you know, uh, United Arab Emirates yeah. comes on. I, I thought that, I, and I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Egypt one of the ones Egypt that came was on? One, yeah. So Egypt is the one that brokers the deal, even though Biden takes credit for it, even though he had, he had nothing to do with it, right? <laughs> but but once again, the brokers the ceasefire at least. You that know, just that, that just that, happened. That yeah. just happened in the last two days. Um, could that be said that that that's there you go there's a trump policy that was a winner you know mm-hmm. moving that embassy there it sent a message yeah. to you know moving that embassy to, to jerusalem re- regarding that that is the capital that 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 sends a mighty powerful message to the world yeah. about where you're aligning yeah yeah and i i i'm shocked at how many uh just how many legislators in in Congress in our federal level and you know in state levels around the nation too, but primarily uh, in the federal level that that actually think it's good policy to bash Israel publicly and to I mean you see the squad I mean the squad is they they don't know what they're talking about they're you know about as uh, effective as tits on a bore pig as my dad would like to say uh, <laughs> and uh, and and I. I think they get out and they say, well, you know, Israel's the oppressor, you know, Zionists are the problem, and we, you know, Hamas deserves, uh, you know, all their land back. The Palestinians deserve all their land back. And by all their land, I think they're basically making the point that all of Israel really should be in the hands of of the Arabs, the Arab nations. And and I, I hear this and I'm just like, man, this is just really bad wisdom. It's not wisdom. It's the opposite of wisdom, but it's really bad policy too, because we're now as, as Americans, as leaders in our Congress are, are calling for essentially the destruction of, of Israel. And I'm thinking, oh geez, numbers 24, nine says, God's going to bless those who bless you. He's going to curse those who curse you. And, and so that really concerns me when our legislators are actually taking this, taking this role of saying, no, we're condemning Israel here. And we're saying, you know, they need to lose their land. Um, and, and I, I'll bring this up in, in the church world, even around my friends. And like, oh, Micah, that does, the Numbers 24 doesn't mean that. It's talking about the church. I will bless Israel, quote unquote, God's people, which is now the church and not Israel as a nation. And so what's your response, Nathan, when a pastor says to you, well, no, it's not really Israel. The nation has nothing to do with what God is talking about. Israel in scripture is God's people. And now we, the church are God's people. So we need to bless God's people. And, and that's what that passage means. What, what would you respond to those? Cause I've heard that argument. From, oh, I've heard it too. Yeah. I, I completely disagree with it. Yeah. You know, I think that there's a lot of things that we, we, we can take by faith when you apply the word of God to your heart, if that's a revelation to you, then then take that. But 
and 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 may God bless you according to your faith be it unto you right but when it comes to Israel the nation um I just go through the stories um when when uh when Balaam gets on the wrong side of Israel God does not look at that as good yeah right um you know you you wanna you want to make sure Hey, God continues to pour out his blessing, even though a lot of Israelis, you know, I've been to Israel. A lot of the Israelis are incredibly secular. They don't even know their own history. In fact, what's sad is so how many of them are actually atheists, mm. right? Wow. But God still has a plan for these people. Like, is America going to be around in the very end? I don't know. But Israel is, yeah, right. I mean, you you have you the see Bible. the whole world coming against Israel. Yeah, look at look at the Bible. The Bible is a record of what God has been doing with the Jewish people. In the final, you know, read Revelation. It talks about yeah. the hundred forty four thousand that come from the you know twelve thousand from each tribe of Israel. Yeah, right. And and God's got His hand upon them. Here's what I want to say. I'm going to bless them. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna in any way come against the Jewish people because I'm standing in faith yeah. that when I do that, God's blessing is is gonna be on me. That's what that guy said on that plane. He's like, Oh, you'll go to heaven. You know, and that's <laughs> by the way, just so you know, that's not how you get to heaven by being nice to Jews, <laughs> right? But the point of the matter is, is that is that God yeah. for the story is not done with Israel. God will be glorified in Israel. And and just so you know, when Jesus sets up shop and he rules and reigns. It's going to be in Israel. He's going to reign from Israel. Yeah, which, right? is, which is an incredible thought. Um, now, does that mean, though, that we, uh, we never hold Israel accountable? Let's just say there was massive human rights violations that, you know, uh, Bibi Netanyahu was, was leading the charge on. And, and they looked like, and I'm not saying this is the case. I, I don't believe this is the case at all. But. Is there ever a time and a place to call Israel and say, Israel, this is not right according to what God says is right and wrong. We need to hold you accountable as the United yeah, States. Yeah, I mean, like, how do you not believe in accountability? Yeah. And, and that's, that's good for everybody. Yeah. But, you know, to your point, that is not what's going on. Yeah. And when you look at the Israeli Defense Force, you find, I mean, these guys drop tens of thousands of leaflets yeah. they literally i was watching this, this uh prager university thing on it they they literally made tens of thousands of cell phone calls to get away get away get out of that region we're gonna bomb we're that area and then the you sky. watch hamas while they stick all their the, all their missile batteries around their schools and apartment complexes Isn't it unreal? they hide behind women and children so totally different yeah. you 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 talk about who values human life yeah. they do everything in their power to safeguard collateral damage you, you always have collateral damage in war war is hell. Yeah. And that's just all there is yeah. to it. Yeah. Can you imagine if the Iron Dome didn't exist oh and those thousands of rockets were actually taking out Israeli targets? There would be, Israel wouldn't stand for that. They would have wiped Palestine or they would have wiped the Palestinians in the, in the Gaza Strip off the face of the earth at oh this my. point. I'm so thankful the Iron Dome is there because it's just it's 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 maintaining peace. Absolutely. And I'm thinking to I'm thinking to Hamas, I'm like, guys. You don't know what you're doing here. You are poking the bear. Praise the Lord that that stick isn't getting through very often, but one missile that hits a school in Israel and takes out 200 students and and children, oh, it's going to be 
it's going to be hell for the for the Palestinians. I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to no, see that. No. And so that that to me is, you know, that to me is. I've just been thinking about how thankful I am for some the technology like the Iron Dome. If you haven't seen, you, the did you pictures, watch oh the video? God, it looks I mean, like, like Star you're, Wars. You're listening. Yeah, it's awesome to watch it. And you can tell right where the missiles are coming from. You know, they're all coming in a line. And if you don't know, the Iron Dome is not really a dome. It's a missile defense system that takes out other missiles that have been launched in the air, which the technology of that is, it's like shooting a bullet with another bullet. Oh, it's crazy. And if you go back to it, do you, do you remember whenever uh, uh, Reagan oh, brought the up the Star, you know, Wars? Star Wars, right? Yeah. Because he said, hey, Gorbachev, you can have your nukes. We'll just shoot them down yeah. before they ever get there. Yeah. You know, these concepts, and, and and that's actually what ended up really helping to break the Soviet Union yeah. Yeah. because the capitalist economy could do it. Yeah. And, and, could, and, could. and the Russians <laughs> knew they could not. So the Russians. So don't ever yeah. do it. Don't build this. Don't build this. But they did build it. Yeah. And Israel's the benefit of yeah. it. It's awesome to watch, yeah. you know. Uh, last thing before we wrap up here, I, I want to hit on this point. No other people group throughout all of world history has been so persecuted, oppressed, attacked, uh, disparaged than that of the Jewish people, mm -hmm. which tells me if you're looking at it from a spiritual perspective mm -hmm. and a supernatural perspective, the devil has a bullseye on the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. Why does he care that much about the seemingly insignificant people that have a small swath of land in the Mediterranean? And, it, and I believe he cares so much because he knows he knows how the end of the story goes. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, the other day, I, I said this in my message, but I got it off of uh, a thing that was about the devil that I that I saw. I think I grabbed it off YouTube. But it, it was uh, two books that the devil does not want us to read. He does not want, uh, as Christians and just as humanity, does not want us to understand it. It's the book of Genesis where the enemy shows himself, right? And what he does and what God said is going to happen. And then revelation where he gets his. And what do you know? But Israel figures in to the end yeah. of the story. So, you know, I, I just, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. I mean, awesome story, Corey Ten Boom, how, how yeah. uh, you know, the hiding place. If you haven't read that book, Great book. go back and, and check out how this Dutch girl and her family went and, and hid Jews away during uh, during World War II, and and God's incredible blessing upon them. Oh, they it it was self sacrifice. Mm -hmm. She lost a lot, but but the reality is, uh, our the greatest generation understood this. Yeah, you know, and and we've got to we've got to yeah. wake up and yeah. do our jobs. Yeah, it's good. It's a good reminder. Uh, support Israel. Stand behind them. Bless those. Bless bless Israel so that the Lord will bless you and your family and. And uh, I appreciate this conversation, Nathan. So uh, thanks for diving into it today. And thanks for listening to us. Uh, this has been Jesus, Sex, and Politics. And I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And we talk about all those things that culture doesn't want to talk about. That's good. And we'll catch you next time.